Thank you for tuning in to our first Rain Records podcast. Upcoming, an interview with Ayumi, who has a new album out, A Minor, who is working on a new single, and Chris Chase, who is releasing new merchandise. Up first, an interview with our artist, A Minor. Hi guys, my name is Kiara. I am part of the A Minor team at Rain Records at <laughs> University of New Haven. Um, here right now with me is our artist, A Minor. How are you doing today? Hey, doing good, doing great. So we're doing this interview. So let's start off with, tell us about yourself. Who the f*** is A Minor? Okay, so I am a minor and I am a pop and R&B artist born and raised in Connecticut and I sing, but I am also a songwriter. What began your interest in creating music? So I've always loved music. Um, I grew up in a household where my mom was always singing. Um, my dad was always singing too. So, um, But really my dad has been uh, an inspiration for me. He was a music teacher for a long time um, and um, always had always had music in the house growing up. He actually um, had performed with a few bands um, back in the day and then also had his own production company and, and write songs and things like that. So we had like a little kind of studio set up downstairs. So music has always been a part of my life. And then I think with my larger family who was involved in the gospel scene um, in the city. Um, when we get together, we're always singing, we're always doing performances, uh, reprising The Wiz or, you know, different girl groups and things like that. So um, I always knew that I wanted to sing um, and perform. And who are some of your influences? So I'm really inspired by like early 2000s pop and R&B. So, you know, the, of course, Beyonce, um, but also Sierra and Rihanna during that time. I thought it was really cool how they could kind of move across different genres and they're going to give you, they can give you a slow song, they can give you a fast song, they can give you a bop. And I think that that's kind of the template for me because I don't want to be kind of stuck in one particular genre. Um, I love acoustic music. So like more recent artists it, like Tori Kelly is really great and and I also am inspired by Flo, who um, has more of that kind of like early 2000s um, sound as well. Um, Twee, Ariana Grande. Um, I think there's a lot of great artists making pop music, like doing cool layering and harmonies and Would things like that. Would you say you have some Aaliyah inspiration? Because I feel like your photo shoot was given Aaliyah vibes. Aaliyah is definitely an inspiration for, you know, the wardrobe, um, but also um, her music as well. I loved I loved her music and um, listen to it all the time. And certainly when I'm writing, she is an influence for me. So this question isn't up here, but it would be really cool to ask. Name one song from like Beyonce, Rihanna, Aaliyah, Sierra, just one song each that you think is like fits your bill like you think it's like a minor probably is inspired by this one song choose one of them or if you can change like do you have one song that comes to mind that you think is like this definitely was like something that inspired me that is a tough question I because this would probably take me three hours to like make my choices and they have such long catalogs that I love and I've sang and covered all the time but I will go with um Diamonds by Rihanna because it is on my first EP called Time Machine, which is available now on all streaming services. And um, and I think what I loved about it, I did an acoustic version, which um, again I, I really like. Just me and a guitar—that's uh, one of my favorite ways to perform and, and to sing. Um, and so that that song was very amenable to that. And I think you know I like to be able to sing more ballads. I like songs with emotion. I emote a lot. Um, and so and it's just a really dynamic record. Like she did it, I think, as her finale in the Super Bowl last year. So. Um, 
yeah, I would go with diamonds. It's a good choice. Good choice. Um, do you have any upcoming shows or releases that you would like to brag about a bit? I do. I do. So I have a new single that's going to be coming out soon and it's called Back Where We Belong and it is acoustic bass. Uh, that is the theme of this conversation, but um, it is about being in a relationship and feeling like, okay, the energy is off a little bit. Like, is it just me? Like, but you know that your partner feels it too, but they don't want to actually kind of admit it. And so it's just about being honest with those feelings that you can fix it and be back where you belong. Any shows coming up or just the release? No shows, but hoping um, to have at least one or two um, pop-up performances in the next couple months. So stay tuned to aminer.com or my socials. You can definitely follow me on social media, follow me on Instagram, um, and I'll definitely keep you posted there. Aminer, at aminer. That's at aminer, guys. <laughs> A-Y and then the word minor. O-R. <laughs> they want us to play a song from your catalog do you have a specific song that you would like them to play and tell us a little bit about it like maybe um a little bit of what the lyrical content would be about or something yeah so you are going to hear got me good which is my latest single that i dropped in the summer um the music video is also out so you can check that out on youtube and got me good for me um my ep was very much you know in in your feelings and emotions and it's about kind of the evolution and i guess eventual uh <laughs> downfall of a relationship um and coming out on the other side of that so got me good was that summer single where it's fun you're finally feeling like you're really back to yourself you're like finding you have like a new crush and somebody that you're excited about and it's just kind of exploring those feelings so it's fun it's just like meant to you know like give you a little bop and i hope you enjoy it so they're going to play Got Me Good. It's also on all streaming platforms everywhere. Please do check it out on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever else you get your musical content. And you guys are now about to listen to Got Me Good. Thanks. Thank you.
the telephone was good. Ain't got no eyes for no other dude, baby, it's you. We can get my finger size, really say I do. Cause I'm messing you, trying to do life with you. When I buy a house with you, white fence with the pool. I can see it all now, get my vision real clear. He rubbing on my belly, trying to put some kids in there. He got me Ayumi, who has an upcoming EP out soon. Hey, Ayumi, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. All right, to hop right into the interview, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how'd you get into making music? Uh, I've been making music for, at this point, most of my life. Um, I started in my young teen years uh, songwriting just on an acoustic guitar. Mm -hmm. um, and performing in like little coffee shops was something that I did a lot as a teen. Um, throughout uh, that journey of adolescence into adulthood, I tried to pursue more um, like lucrative fields and careers. Uh, <laughs> tried to get a, a, well, I got a couple degrees um, in different things, but ultimately, yeah. I kept coming back to music as the thing that I would do for myself. Um, mm -hmm. And it was the thing that I found myself to be most effective at in terms of taking on charge to lead my, my own path uh, and my own projects. So when COVID hit um, and all those kind of like, I, all, the, the jobs that I was looking for, the job market was kind of drying up in a way. Um, I just decided what if I dedicated myself like fully to music and I started uh, practicing, studying, writing for like close to from like eight to 15 hours a day usually. Oh. Um, and that was around the time actually that I was cursed by a witch to, um, live inside your phone and play music forever. So here we are now. So what genres or artists inspire you? So I think I'll have to break this question up into a few parts. Um, That's fine. I first have to say that, that for genre, I almost don't, don't even distinguish between genres anymore. Um, the things that I look for in music, I find to be like very agnostic of, genre classification. Mm -hmm. So, um, the things that have influenced me the most, like in terms of, uh, my songwriting, the artists who have influenced my, my songwriting the most, and especially, uh, in the early years when songwriting was the main part of being a musician that I was focusing on, um, bright eyes, bright mm -hmm. eyes, uh, the band led by Connor Oberst. I think he's incre an incredible lyricist. I've been studying his work for many years. Um, and I think that lyrically I, I tried to take after and take inspiration from him. Um, yeah. and he sort of had this, uh, this mentorship or maybe just like a, uh, someone coming up next in a similar vein, um, was Phoebe Bridgers and they kind of had 
had a connection in a band that they worked in together and, and I sort of started following her from there. Um, but that, that really carried on the torch and legacy in my mind that, that bright eyes started, uh, even though they are still making music, which is still excellent. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and I would have to say for like sound, like arrangement, composition and, um, like chords, uh, my, my favorite composers of modern music are probably like Bruno Major. Um, he does like sort of neo soul jazz. He'll sometimes cover old jazz standards in yeah. a new like soul style. I just love, he really incorporates really lush and kind of particular harmonies. Uh, and I would say similar thing of the band Darling Side, which is a, a four, a four man folk outfit. Um, that really focuses on creating four four note harmonies between their voices to to make lush chords that take you from one place <laughs> to a really different place. Uh, those chord transformations are really magical. Uh, so that's something I've always appreciated. And uh, I think for like production style, which is the most recent part of music that I've really been engaging with heavily, not something I did before being trapped in the phone um, a few years ago. Uh, now that I'm getting really into production, the bands that I are look, am looking to um, for inspiration on that, there's a, there's a guitar-centric band that I listen to called Polyphia uh, that makes like very detailed, very high-fidelity, um, some would say overproduced tracks, but they're like, they're just cooked to uh, a very high degree of perfection. And uh, same with Charlie Puth, I would say, uh, just like a super clean production style that I think anyone could kind of like aspire or look up to um, trying to make something that clean and probably might never succeed. But uh, I think it's like a good gold standard. Definitely. Um, all great answers. Um, so kind of bleeding into, um, your new EP, um, what's the story behind it? Yeah. Uh, well the EP is called, I know you are, but what am I? Uh, which first of all is just a statement, um, about the universe, uh, mm -hmm. like seeing, <laughs> I, I believe that the universe sees its itself in its surroundings then i think that a person who is a particular way or is feeling a particular way will be more likely to see that um reality reflected in the world around them mm -hmm. um and so the ep carries through um carries through it like a lot of questions of uncertainty um there's there are multiple ways to look at the name and another one of them is um, no, like having a confidence in the world around you, but not really a confidence in yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think as an, as a beginning artist trying to find um, my footing and trying to find where I sort of belong, um, the album is asking that question as it presents a number of potential answers. Uh, the, the different genres that the album spans, um, some would think of as like transformations and evolutions, um, but they're guesses. Um, and so uh, the album does sort of, it, it, it bounces all over the place. You know, you have like yeah. 
a beach, like an ADHD beach alt pop song next to chamber pop, followed by electronic screamo. And so um, in some ways, I think it, it can be hard to listen to and find like a thread of like real consistency. But if you look deeper, the album is definitely like following an arc and telling a story beyond just questioning what I am. It is, um, it, there's a story of loss and trying to recover and find oneself um, again after being invested in something that, um, or, or putting a lot of your identity in something that kind of disappears or falls through. Uh, really, awesome. really personal stuff that I yeah. sort of just went through this year. And these were the songs that ultimately I was able to write in those times. Um, yeah. Awesome. Um, so like you were just saying, um, there's a lot of like personal songs on this new EP. Um, so what is your favorite song off of the EP and why? It's like making me choose between my children. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, I think for different things, like as, as the songs exist in a vacuum, let's say like, like these individual songs, if I were just to have them as ideas, I think there's a clear winner to me of like, if I'm a busker or something like just a guy with a guitar and a, and a song and that song only exists in my heart and my performances, my favorite song in that context is silver dollar. I think yeah. it, the, the, the lyrics and chords, the way they go together, it really holds up for me. And it's one of the oldest songs on the album. Um, it's from several years ago. Uh, so yeah, that one, that one has like stood the test of time in my mind. And, and I know that I really appreciate it for what it is as a song. Um, but then on the other hand, you have the songs as they exist as, as a product, as like yeah. something that has been fully produced and, and now it, you can hit play and it's, it exists as a, as a file. <laughs> My favorite file is Farther, the final song on the album. Um, and and it's, it's for reasons connected to that distinction. It's the one where I, I most heavily invested in that like post-production aspect, this sort of like adding of, of effects of different, like trying to incorporate multiple things that you can't really do live, or at least I can't do live. Um, and so that is probably the most fun one for me to like go back and listen to at this point, um, being it really intimately familiar with all the songs, it has a lot of dynamics within it. And so it's a really an engaging song, I think. No, definitely. Um, so kind of pushing forward into the future, do you have any, um, upcoming releases or upcoming shows at all? Uh, well, I don't have any shows coming up at the moment. Um, I am looking forward to producing my next EP. It's going to be a three-track EP, The Tales from the Witch's Garden, Volume 1, and that will tell the story of how I came to be cursed to live inside your phone, um, including the song that I uh, wrote for The Witch that it became the incantation she used against me. 
Uh, so I'm excited about that, uh, getting the story out there. And um, that should be hopefully coming near the beginning of next year. Awesome. Well, we will be on the lookout for that. Um, and then my final question for you, it's kind of a fun question. Um, if you could perform anywhere in the world, where would you perform? Mm, the world, human, human world, human, planet human Earth. World. Yes, that's kind of my answer. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to get out of here, get out of the phone. And from my studies of the contract, this is one of the only loopholes. This is included in some of my performance um, responsibilities. Yeah. Being inside the phone. I actually am going to get to reenter reality to do some shows at some point. Um, and I'm looking forward to every single one of them. Um, I want to play little, little intimate venues with only a few few people where we get to yeah. really like engage with the songs, maybe have a chat. Um, but you know, I don't even know how to process the possibility of playing bigger shows. I it's, it's I not something that I've done before, but I would be um, unbelievably excited to take on the challenge. So yeah, I'm excited for every potential show that <laughs> I can have, especially on planet earth, the human planet that I well, come from. Well, we're excited to have you back and performing on planet Earth, the human world, everything. We're excited to see it all, listen to the new EP. Um, and thank you so much for your time. That's all I got for you. Thank you so much for having me out here. This is a real honor. Of course. So thank you all for listening in on our Rain Records artist interview. We'd also like to thank WNHU for allowing us to play this show on the radio.
lastly, an interview with our artist, Chris Chase. My name is Mariana Daza, and I'm here with Chris Chase from the Rain Records label. I just have a couple questions to ask you. What drove you to be in the music industry? What drove me to be in the music industry? I feel like I told this story like multiple times before. Probably not to you guys, but I feel like I told it like a long time ago, like just to random people. But um, at first, like I remember when I was like five or six, like me, my cousin, and my aunt used to just like get an MP3 player, go on YouTube, find like a beat on YouTube, rap on that beat on YouTube and record it. I think that was the first time like I actually like rap, like you just freestyle it. But I didn't really take it seriously to like um, high school because in middle school I was like producing and making beats. But in high school, that's where I found out like, like a conglomerate of like people, like we had a group, like we used to link up like every Friday, make music, like it was a whole bunch of producers, rappers, engineers, like we, we used to just link up and just make music. So and that's why I started taking it seriously because like some of my favorite rappers was like from that group. I'd be listening to their stuff and I'd be like, damn, like he really nice. And that just drove me to like be better at making music. So that's really where I start came from. Like just freestyling for fun. And then in high school, I really got motivated by like my peers to make really, really great music. That's what's up. That's pretty cool. Based off of that, who are some of your greatest musical inspirations? Ooh. Ah. They put me on the spot. Um, I feel like I'm the person with, like, it's not, like, one person or, like, a group of people. It's, like, when I listen to music, I hear, like, certain small stuff that I like, and I take inspiration from that. I'm, like, damn, I, the bass is, like, syncopated when it's, like, I like that rhythm or whatever. But if I had to list off, like, individual people or groups, I would say Kendrick Lamar, Isaiah Rashad, Lil Wayne, one of my favorite rappers. Radiohead kind of uh, inspired me, too, because when they went through the whole, like, experimental sound with uh, OK Computers and Kid A, like, I was really digging that. Uh, Flying Lotus. Like, it's a lot of stuff that, like, a lot of genres, a lot of stuff I just pick up on, even the small stuff. Like, I was listening to Cranberries earlier. Like, I don't know. It's just music is music. I like music. Uh, I just tend to take like a lot of small details or moderate details and kind of like keep that in the back of my head. Only music I don't really get inspired by is country. I don't know why. I like country. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely, I could definitely second on that country thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just can't get jiggy with it. Like it's eh, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so I know that you have some music that you released last year and you're you have some in the works can you tell us about how you came up with the idea for ben simmons ben simmons was i think i recorded that about a year and a half two years ago i think that was in a state where like i was just like really down really depressed and i was just in my room just writing just like going through emotions like one day i was just in my room i had nothing to do and i was like let me just write how i feel and then i spent the whole time writing that recording that and that was mostly the process. I was just like in my feelings. So I just wrote that and recorded it. All right. So then would you say that when you do go to record that it's just like you go in the booth and see how it goes? Or do you plan stuff out usually? Yeah. I found out that like when I plan stuff out, the music don't come out how I want it to be. But when I do something spontaneously, that's where like I get that, that raw emotion, that first take. And that's usually the take that I want to like go with. Uh, yeah, when I did Ben Simmons, I was just, okay, all of a sudden, I feel like writing this, I feel like recording this, and then it released. 
I tried to uh, re-record it with uh, more cleaner vocals, but it just didn't work out. So I, I just kept the original take, um, fixed up some lines, like just overdubbed like a few lines, but that entire song was like that first take of the song, and I just kept it. So then can you tell us what were some of the most difficult parts of that work? Of uh, Ben Simmons? Yeah. Uh, it Just like, I don't really like talk to people that often about how I feel. I'm getting better at it now. But just writing it on paper, recording it, and then the hardest, hardest part is actually releasing it. As far as like, I be thinking too much about is somebody going to like this? Are they going to get what I'm saying? Like, do they relate? That's why sometimes I kind of keep like my music to myself, but like I don't release a lot of music sometimes because I feel like the stuff, sometimes the stuff that I will make, I just feel like people don't relate, won't relate to it that much. I'm just in a, I don't know. I just feel like I want an audience that kind of relate to how I'm feeling. And then like, they're like, um, what's the word? What's the word? Uh, I'm blanking out the word. Oh, they never embrace it. Uh, yeah, that's the hardest part with making Ben Simmons to me is like releasing it and like seeing the reaction. I can see that. That's because it's, it's like a, it's a reflection of yourself that you don't show to people usually. That's, that's pretty cool. So I know that you have some work coming up or some project you're creating a project can you tell us anything about that i am such a working man i progress i progress through this this project like really slow <laughs> i have two um one of the rain records that i plan on releasing maybe next year early next year um going to be a full-length album still sorting out like some uh features um it's going to be more like i guess some business s vibes uh in that way, like kind of more of that mood. Um, my other project, I'm just working on music with a, with a friend. Um, this friend do not make music. He just woke up and decided, hey, I want to drop an album. Can you be on it? And I'm like, okay. But I think that's his pl- plan on like getting me to release, uh, release new music because <laughs> like, okay, if I can get Chris Chase to make music with me, then okay, that's more music. Like, he always, like, bump my stuff. I think that's his plan to make me release more music. <laughs> that's a real friend. That's a real friend. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't make music. He never rapped in his life, and now he's, like, rapping. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's not bad, though. He's not bad. <laughs> All right. So I know that you are pretty experienced in the industry. What is something that you know now that would have greatly benefited you at the beginning of your career? Oh, man. It's an easy one. The more I start making music, the more I actually did realize how many people are like, I don't want to say a snake. No, no, no. They're opportunists, right? So like a lot of people would make music with you or do something so they can get themselves further up, basically use other people to like promote their own career. Like I remember when I was at UNH, um, I made a song with someone. I made a song with Vincenzo without rap for your anniversary that came up like last week. That's how task. I remember when that song came out, someone pulled me aside. One of my friends pulled me aside and asked me, why, why are you making songs with him? Like, like you're, not, you're not even that good. Why are you making songs with him? Uh, I'm like, it's music at the end of the day. It's like good music, good music. I'm not about to not make a song with somebody just because you're not a fan of them or whatever. And I don't know. I just found that really lame. Yeah, it's like, it's music. It's not like being in a situation where like we... <laughs> like we make a million dollars on music and if I make a song with this person my career is going to be a failure but like nah, we just fooling making music you know and uh, some people will like 
try to make music with you just so they can get their name more up in the air or like align themselves with somebody else just to make themselves look harder. That's something that I learned in the music industry kind of midway through. I feel like if I knew that a little bit earlier, I would not associate with certain people who did not have like everybody's best interests in mind instead of theirs. That's crazy. <laughs> That's really crazy. Like people show their true colors when it comes down to it. But those are yeah, like, how you gonna tell me not to make music with somebody just because you don't think they're good. What like I don't know, that just sounds so weird to me. And then people just make friends with other people just to perform and all like get, get, can I cuss? <laughs> well, those are the questions that we have for you. Thank you for taking the time to answer them. Thank you so much, y'all. All right, thank you so much. are rooted in ballpoints and pads every night i grow resentment towards writing lyrics because either the trash or y'all won't get it this music is a layup i should shoot a high percentage couldn't put my mind to it feeling like i'm ben simmons Thank you all for listening to our first Rain Records podcast. Please tune in to Ayumi's new album, keep an eye out for Amonder's new single, and please check out Chris Chase's new merch.